Hi everyone, welcome to Life with Fibromyalgia. Today is February 18th, 2019. Alright, so today I want to talk about trauma and flashbacks. I know this is not relevant to fibromyalgia and as with the other previous um, podcast episodes that I've been doing. Um, But the reason why I'm posting these episodes is because I not only suffer from fibromyalgia, I also suffer from depression. And I think it's important to kind of put things out there and have other people listen to what I go through and maybe learn something from it and possibly understand better other people that are going through what I'm going through. So I thought that adding an additional episode such as today's episode be something um, good for all of you to listen to and maybe relate to and possibly you might be able to help somebody um, later in the future or now that is going through something like me. Alright, so before I start, I would like to say that uh, this might be triggering. And if you are going through depression, PTSD, and whatever I talk about, such as traumatic events, um, this might be triggering for you, so you might want to stop listening. Um, But as far as everyone else who... um, isn't triggered by things like this and has already um, gone through the process of therapy and you're able to cope now, um, you can go ahead and keep on listening. Um, So today's topic, like I said, trauma and flashbacks. The reason why I want to share this is because I want to share what it feels like to um, have a flashback. All right, so before I start, I know I'm just stopping, um, and I think the reason why I'm stopping is because um, I'm having a hard time actually recording this podcast because of the topic. Um, I actually have gone back and deleted already sections that I've recorded and um, gone back and started um, new and just... uh, I'm just having trouble, so kind of bear with me. I might um, do a lot of pausing in my talking and probably have trouble um, getting what I'm feeling um, out there. So, uh, yeah, bear with me. Okay, so what does a flashback feel like? Um, Okay, see, (laughs) what does a flashback feel like? Um, Okay, so the way that I experience flashbacks is by, um, let's see, the best way to describe it is that I see an image in my mind and I can't get it out of my mind. So what happens is if someone starts talking about child abuse, such as physical abuse, and starts describing situations like that, um, immediately I get a flashback and I go back to when I was um when I was hit by my dad so my mind and I have um specific images that 
come back to mind. So it's not like it's different each time. I have almost like the same memory come back. And it's, it is rare for a different one to um, come up. And it might be because of what someone said or what I saw or what I heard. So I'm not saying you're never going to experience um, just sing- one single memory, but um, you might experience another different um, memory. Um, so that's the way I experience flashbacks. For example, um, I specifically see myself um, sitting behind a door and scared to death of my dad, afraid that he's going to come and get me. And I remember hiding because I was scared to death that I was going to be hit. And I thought hiding would get me away from the anger that my dad had. I thought that it would help me, um, that he wouldn't find me. And so that obviously never helped either way. Um, But I did try and find places to hide. And obviously those never helped because eventually I'd be found. And I think that was, I think going behind a door was what I can strongly remember doing. Um, Other locations I don't remember, um, but that's the one that kind of flashes in my mind. um, And I can see it very well in my mind. Um, Let's see. Another one is not It's not um, visual um, in my mind. It is more auditory. Um, So what I mean by auditory is I I can hear it in my mind and it won't go away. So whenever I'm experiencing this, I I hear myself crying and I hear the hitting that my dad is doing but more specifically, I hear myself crying, and that is something that I have trouble getting out of my mind. I think that's the one that ha- the one that I have the most trouble with, and so it's not. I just want to make sure that you understand. But the auditory um, part of um, the flashback is not external you cannot hear it on the out I mean outside it's internal so um, I can hear it in my mind it's not external so um, I can definitely hear um, my dad uh, um, I'm not sure if he was uh, in my mind he's yelling and and I think the reason why it's yelling is because he used to have a very strong um voice so to me it was yelling and all right give me one one second here I'm gonna change my um my jacket it's actually getting really hot in my apartment because I have um the heater on all right okay so going back so one of the other things that 
that are um, triggers are are things that people talk about. And I'm quite sensitive to everything around me that pertains to kids and arguments and pictures. So I'm very sensitive to all of those things specifically um, right now because I think out of the whole time that I've been in therapy right now is when I'm having the most trouble. And so I'm very sensitive to seeing um, things um, that pertain to kids and um, hearing things. And so it's it's been pretty tough these days. And I guess I can also share that um, it's also triggering to hear arguments. I remember hearing my parents arguing and I'd be very, very afraid. And it just gets me in the freeze mode of the response. I know there's the flight or fight, and then there's the freeze. And so I remember freezing and not knowing what to do and afraid that my dad might be so angry that he might hit me. So that is another um, situation that can trigger a flashback. And so I'll give you another example of how it happens. Today I was at my mom's house and one of my aunts and my cousin came over and we were going to do um, cookies. And my mom was going to teach my cousin and her mom um, how to do them. And these are the Mexican um, style cookies. So they're quite unique because they're rather large, um, maybe about five inches in diameter. And they are sweet, but not super sweet. And so, um, so their name is called gorditas. And um, if you translate that into English, um, <laughs> it means, um, I guess, okay, so gorda means fat. Um, and so um, it's actually quite funny that they're named that, but um, so it's technically just saying like fatty or something like that. Um, so it's kind of weird that it's named that, but um, that's what they're called. Okay, so going back, um, so we were in the kitchen, and I was talking to them, just kind of watching them do the cookies and all that, and at some point, my cousin is taking the temperature um, of my dad um, with the thermometer, and she says, oh my god, you have 103 um, temperature, and so my cousin um, seemed a little concerned and mentioned that he had a high temperature and that, um, you know, we should uh, kind of be concerned. That's, or at least that's what it seemed like. She was like, oh my God, um, he has 103 um, temperature 
and um, she stated to my sister like oh do you have a another thermometer just to make sure and so my sister from the living room was kind of talking and saying like oh it's okay like you know he's my dad he's been um outside just walking around and doing things when he shouldn't and the reason why she said this is because he had just gotten a colonoscopy that morning and I'm assuming that you can't do a lot of things um, after a colonoscopy you kind of have to rest for a while and point is he was doing things and just moving around and you know he was outside in the garage and all that so my sister was upset that he had been doing those things when he shouldn't. And so she was like, oh, um, don't worry about it. He's fine. He wouldn't be right there just sitting if he wouldn't um, feel good. And so my cousin kind of seemed a little bothered. But once my sister brought her the, the, um, the other thermometer, he seemed to um, have more of a uh, normal temperature. So then that was you know, that whole conversation was done. And um, my mom, while she was actually, no, <laughs> sorry, I'm kind of like forgetting how whatever happened. But um, so what happened was, um, after my sister said, you know, he's fine or whatever. Um, my mom goes, she walks over to the dining room, which is connected to the kitchen. And she said, you see, that's why I tell you that, you know, blah, blah, blah. I didn't really listen to whatever else she said, but it, I immediately got a flashback to my childhood. I was, I was talking to my cousin's mom and I was simultaneously listening to what was going on to the right of me. And so I was looking at my aunt and I just stared at her and that's when I got the flashback and I wanted to even though I was with the flashback getting um the image in my mind and the the um the sound um flashback I still want right after that I still wanted to say something to my mom I wanted to call her to come over and just kind of like talk to her as about anything just to get her out of that you know situation so once that was over I just kept having that the argument um in my mind I I cannot pinpoint and tell you exactly what the um what the arguments were about all I remember is just hearing people arguing and I can't listen quite well as to decipher what is being talked about but I I don't know it's kind of hard to explain it's almost like you're listening to people um, arguing but you don't understand what they're saying but you know they're arguing and so I get that I get that flashback with the auditory and um, visual um, flashback. And soon after, I couldn't get it out of my mind. I could hear the arguments, and 
I felt really scared and I started to feel my um, my heart kind of pound a little faster. And so um, I decided that I it was time to go home. So I kind of said, you know, while I was in the kitchen with uh, my cousin, my aunt, my mom, and my sister, I was like, oh, um, it's getting a little too warm in here. Um, I think I'm going to go home. And so um, they usually understand when I say things like that. They don't take it personally because they know that the change in temperature can really affect my fibromyalgia. So um, they know that... uh, really warm temperatures can get to me and really cold temperatures as well and they know that the temperature outside um, was pretty cold and that it was fairly warm inside and so they were like okay and I you know I hugged them and said goodbye and um, I went home and while I'm home I'm still experiencing the the pounding of my heart, um, the beating, um, just a little faster. And I'm feeling almost like I'm getting a panic attack. Or maybe it's an anxiety attack. Um, I guess I don't know the difference. I'll have to look into that. Um, well, anyway, um, I was having, um, I'm going to say an anxiety attack. And um, I... I was seeing the image in my mind. I was listening to the auditory um, flashback. And at some point, I just fell asleep in my bed because I was like, okay, I'm I'm aware that I'm having the flashback. And I know that it's just that. And so I thought that going to sleep would help me. And I mean, after all, it was uh, time for me to go to bed because it's, you know, it's uh, Monday and tomorrow I go to work. So I fell asleep and I woke up um, maybe, let me see, three hours later and I'm feeling the the heartbeat again, um, beating a little faster and I feel that fear Um, that I had um, when I was a child. And so that is um, exactly how I felt after that incident. All right. So that's the way that I experience flashbacks. I also experience them in therapy quite often. It's triggering while I'm in therapy because we're talking about it. And so um, I feel safe there um, while I'm having the flashback. And unfortunately, when I'm not there, it's kind of difficult to cope. And uh, I just kind of get myself out of that um, out of that situation the best I can and as fast as I can. Um, unfortunately, also, when I get flashbacks like that, um, I become very... Uh, suicidal and I get uh, I get um, a lot of uh, suicidal ideation and so um, I'm quite proud of myself because this time I didn't get that um, it's in my mind but not I don't know it's kind of difficult to to um, to say 
how it how it feels. Um, there are times when I'm suicidal and it's uh, I'm at the point where I'm very impulsive and it's very dangerous because those are the times that I do really dumb things like take my medication all my medications and overdose. Um, so those that's the time that my therapist and I know that are very dangerous. But um, in this situation, um, I'm just like, oh, well, this sucks. Um, I wish I was dead. But um, it's not, you know, I guess it's not bad. I guess I, I don't know. I was saying I didn't have it, but I guess I did. Um, all right. So I think that's all I have to say. I I would like to um, to uh, thank you for listening, and uh, I hope that this has helped um, any of you um, to understand what it feels like, and to um, kind of understand uh, the the events that happen um, that can cause flashbacks. And, I mean, just about anything can cause a flashback to somebody. It can be smell, sound. Um, anybody can be talking about things like literally anything and it'll you'll be triggered. So, yeah, I hope you can help somebody or you can help yourself and make yourself feel like you're not alone. And so if you do have flashbacks... And, ex- and had experienced a traumatic event, um, I would recommend for you to see a therapist. And uh, I wish you the best um, because I know it's a very tough situation um, to be in. And I would like for everyone else to seek help. All right, everyone. That's all I have um, for today. Um, I hope you all are feeling okay with your uh, fibro. Hopefully I can get back to to how, um, how I've been feeling with my fibro um, based on how I've been feeling mentally. All right, everyone. Uh, I will talk to you guys later. Bye.